Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. All right, we're back, folks. Schedule look ahead night. Very excited with that. Before we get into the schedules, we have some uh, brewing information and some uh, corrections that we need to make. A couple of things. One, we're hearing that Mr. Capuzzo is going to be back at Methodist, as well as Mr. O'Sullivan back at Oglethorpe. So we've now confirmed two of those uh, seniors that last year that are going to be back. Other things to be looking at. One of the interesting things is we talked about conferences is the new development that was happened last year in the USA South Conference, where we had a split up. Methodist and Greensboro, the two prominent schools along with others, are staying in the USA South, but there's been a breakout of some of the schools into what we call the Collegiate Conference of the South, which for our purposes in big-time golf involves Piedmont, Huntington, and LaGrange. There are other schools, but when it comes to what we're talking about in the top 50-so golf schools, that's the big play there. So Piedmont, Huntington in their new conference – um, very, very interesting. So that helps, you know, a little bit of the Piedmont Huntington team where they're no longer in the same conference as with Methodist. So better chance for automatic qualifier there doesn't really change much for pool C in the South. Other interesting factor is, uh, D three golf guy sources are now reporting that it's been a very good recruiting year for division three golf uh, word out of some of the golf rich lands of the country say there's a lot of uh, low D one talent that has missed division one and come to division three with a lot of the other division one guys hanging on and not as much need for as much recruiting going on there. So I'm hearing lots of good freshmen are getting onto campus either just before this podcast drops or shortly thereafter. So that will be very interesting as we continue to focus in on the big changes coming in Division Three golf. All right. Now, let's get to some schedule talk because that's what you all are here for tonight. All right. First up, let's talk about the ladies' big schedule. Now, we're only going to talk about the fall schedule here, so we have something to do over the winter break looking forward to the spring schedule. What we try to do is we try to highlight some of the major tournaments that we want everybody, all our listeners, to be paying attention to as we go through the fall season. So that first big tournament is going to be, for the women, is going to be September 2nd and 3rd in Granville, Ohio, where Denison is going to be hosting the Lynn Schweitzer. Now, we've talked about the Lynn Schweitzer tournament before, but that one's going to have some really good teams at it. So D3 Golf Guys is telling you, First big tournament from a ladies' perspective we want you to pay attention to, September 2nd through the 3rd, is at Denison's Lynn Schweitzer Tournament. After that, we're going to spend a lot more time in California this year. So we're going to go out west, uh, September 11th through the 12th, to the Cal State Intercollegiate. That will be a very big tournament where we're going to be seeing some of those California schools, as we've talked about, really kind of starting to test each other early on in the in the fall. After that, we're going to get a week of great women's golf, and they're going to be all across the country, okay? So first, it's going to be September 23rd and 4th, Williams Invitational at Taconic. First of all, amazing golf course at Williams to Taconic, but this should be a very big first early look at Williams versus Amherst, 
right? That'll be a very big battle in the Northeast. Also, on the from the 24th to the 25th, in the South, you're going to have Huntington hosting the Montgomery Country Club Intercollegiate. A very, very big women's tournament. I've been there to that tournament before. It's a fabulous tournament. They do a great job. The team at Huntington is, is awesome. That will be a very big tournament for a lot of the Southern schools. Some of the Midwestern schools will also come down for that. At the same time, on the 25th and 26th, we go back out to California for the Bulldog Fall Classic, right? So out there, we've got, you know, the Redlands, Pomona. We got all the teams, Claremont. They're all right there in California ready to go. So that kind of four-day period is going to be really, really big in the women's game. We're going to, by that weekend, at the end of September, we're going to know who is sort of the front runner and where things stand, at least on a regional basis. But then we get lucky and we get to go into October and the next big tournament will be October 1st and 2nd at the NCAA preview hosted by Transylvania at Keene Trace. That will be it. All the big schools are going to be there. That will give us a chance to really understand where everybody is in the fall, right? Now, the, the best part about that is then two weeks later, we've got the golf week down in Sandestin. Now, that'll be great. Not everybody comes to the golf week, but that will be another good follow-up to see, based on the right after the preview, who's made an adjustment, who's got somebody new in the lineup, have they followed up with their tournaments. So if we're looking at the women's tournaments in the fall, we're really focused on these tournaments. So Denison's, Schweitzer, early September. Then we move down to the Cal State Intercollegiate, Williams up at Taconic, Montgomery CC from Huntington's tournament, the Bulldog Fall Classic back out in California, Golf Week, Fall Preview, doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. So we're very excited about that. I, It's going to be a really interesting kind of watch. Now, are there other good tournaments out there? You betcha, right? You absolutely betcha. We're going to watch and we'll talk about all of them. But if we're looking at sort of those big heavy hitter tournaments that are sort of the bellwether tournaments in the fall for the women, these are them. All right, let's switch over and go to the fall tournaments for the men. We've interesting that we have a little bit of other stuff because some of the Minnesota schools are a little bit stronger in the men's game. So we focused on them a little bit more here. Now, there are Minnesota schools and the women are going to play their conference championships on the other side. But when we looked at the top 10 to 15 likely schools, that's kind of where the tournaments played out. On the men, we get started right away with the St. John's University fall invite. Why? Well, because remember, the Minnesota schools determine their conference in the fall because of they don't get to play as early in the spring. So the fall is the most important one in the north. So that St. John's Fall Invite, that first tournament, September 16th. And by the way, that's a month away from when we were recording this podcast. Here we go. Strap it on up north, fellas, and get it on. All right. After that, what kind of shortly after that, starting September 18th, will be Gates, the Gate City Tournament hosted by Greensboro in North Carolina. That will be a very good first look at a lot of really important freshmen from a lot of those southern schools. 
we'll be paying attention to who's back, who's in the lineup, who are some of the new names, but that'll have a lot of the top 10 to 12 teams in the country at that tournament. So that'll be a very big one. Shortly thereafter, the end of that week, with just like the ladies at the end of September, the Bulldog invite out in California, right? So the Bulldog there will tell us about Claremont, Pomona, Redlands. We'll get a good sense of where the California schools are kind of against each other out there in late September. Okay. Then end of September is the MEAC championships. Okay. So that is the Minnesota Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. That is conference championship time for St. John's and Gustavus and those kinds of schools. All right. So those will be very, very big because that will determine who goes to nationals, which is crazy to think for those of us who are traditionally thinking that happens in, right before nationals. No, remember in Minnesota, we're doing, we're figuring out nationals and championships in the fall. So we are not going to miss that. We're going to make sure we're paying good attention on what's going on with Minnesota schools. Because remember, as we talked about in the last podcast, St. John's, has got a lot of, lot of power coming back and they were right there last year. Okay. So after that, we get into October and probably the biggest one. And the one I'm the most jealous of is the Tartan invite hosted by Carnegie Mellon at a little place called Laurel Valley. Now, for those of you that don't know, Laurel Valley is one of those golf places where you walk in and it just feels different and it is incredible. Now, I have it on good authority that D3 golf guys will have a man on the grounds who are going to be able to walk us through exactly what's going on there and what happened at that golf tournament and what that what the conditions were like and everything. So we're very excited about that. But October 9th, Laurel Valley at Laurel Valley, it just it's I mean, who won one of it's like playing a classic golf course. It's awesome. So Tartan invite Carnegie Mellon. That'll be a very big early, early foray into the fall. Right after that, a week later is Golf Week in Sandestin. So we'll get another big chunk of a lot of the people will probably be going straight from the Tartan down to Golf Week, and a lot of people will, people will play both of those tournaments. And then you get a little bit of a break for two weeks later, and that's when we get the NCAA preview out at Boulder City. Now, it's not a huge field at Boulder City because of where it is in the country and everything else. Now, I believe there's another group from Transy, who's going out as well to do a kind of a secondary preview there that they're going to do at Boulder City. And we will follow both of those very, very closely. But when we look at the fall schedule, this is kind of what we're looking at. You know, kind of that first one, St. John's Fall Invite, Gate City, getting into California, then the MEAC, then we get into the Tartan Golf Week NCAA preview. That Those couple weeks in October are going to really set up who is in a good spot in the fall for getting to nationals. You know, a good run, a good run in those three tournaments will set you up for putting your, putting your foot on a lot of necks. Right. And now let's talk a little bit more about why that's so important because as we get to the spring, you know, not everybody travels everywhere. And so there's only, there's, there's only a handful of tournaments that everybody gets to. So, if you are a Sewanee or you know a, a Piedmont and you go to the Tartan Invite and you beat you know a couple of Midwest schools like an Illinois Wesleyan or somebody else that may come out of the Midwest and you beat them two or three times in the fall, you've got the leg up 
when we get to pool C later on. You've got the head-to-head. So that's why it's really important to continue to play well. And it's not sometimes, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, it's not necessarily about winning the tournament. It's about trying to beat as many teams as you can. Because if you lose, if you if you finish fourth in the tournament and the three above you are all going to easily win their conference, then you're the best pool C in that tournament. So that's why it matters. Because if you kind of look at this as everything's kind of leading to nationals, and, and a lot of us do, especially those of us who know how this game works, this the fall season can really set you up to to have the ability to work on your lineup, get it right focus on conference and get yourself in the best position possible. If you find yourself kind of stumbling a little bit in the fall, boy, it puts a lot of pressure on conference tournaments because if you kind of owe in two against a lot of other pool C teams that you know, are going to be there really puts you behind the eight ball. Now, some of you might be going, Mike, what are we talking about? Pool A, pool B, pool C. A is the automatic qualifiers. So when we think about nationals, we'll break this down more and more throughout the year. But when we talk about nationals, they have an automatic qualifier. Just like if you win your conference tournament to get in the NCAA basketball tournament, right? You win your conference tournament, you're in as long as your conference isn't has eligible for an automatic qualifier. There are some schools that don't have that in the conference part. They fall into pool B, right? So any and those are schools traditionally have been Carnegie Mellon, Emory. They don't necessarily have that golf conference, tournament, and everything else. Whereas you have other tournaments like the SCAC, the SAA, the ODAC, you know, the USA South, all those, they have a tournament and they, they get the conference champion and they go as the automatic qualifier. So pool A is the automatic qualifiers. Pool B is people who don't have the chance to have an automatic qualifier. Pool C is the people who had an automatic qualifier but didn't win it. Right. And so if you think about it, we just talked about the one comp, the two conferences, right? You've got Methodist and Greensboro in USA South Conference, while in the Collegiate Conference of the South, Piedmont, Huntington, LaGrange. Well, if for some reason LaGrange wins the college, Collegiate Conference of the South, which, by the way, I don't know that they have an automatic qualifier. I think they probably do. And we'll get that confirmed. Then all of a sudden, Piedmont and Huntington are in Pool C. And if Piedmont and Huntington cleaned everybody's clock all all year, well, they're going to nationals. And so as we talk about in the NCAA basketball tournament, it, there's a chance for bid stealing in some of this stuff. And that's why the fall season matters. It's why when we talk about like, oh, you know, fall doesn't really matter. Well, no, it could put you behind the eight ball. You know, if we if we talk about the preview and people are coming out to the preview in, in Colorado, and the California schools are only coming to the preview. I don't know if they are. I haven't gone through all the schedules in the spring yet. But if they show up there and they clean everybody's clock, well, they got a leg up on everybody else. Now, what, what do we usually see? We usually see a good mix of that and the better schools who are going to win their conferences go to the top. But that's where when we talk about these tournaments, we really focus in on that 8 to 12 to 14 range of teams. Because as we talk about those, those are the pluses and the minuses in that strength of schedule and who you'd have wins over that really matter when it comes down to who goes to the tournament. So for those of you that listen to this podcast religiously, 
let it be known that we talk about the fall this much because we have seen how important the fall can be. A good fall will set you up for a great spring. A bad fall can really make your spring a major struggle as you continue down that path to try to get to nationals and win it ultimately. Okay. Now, with that said, we are uh, cruising right along here with our season. We are barreling towards the season. As we talked about, big tournaments coming up. There are tournaments that are going to be starting before that. But, man, I cannot wait a couple of weeks, and we're going to have live Division Three golf going on across the country. It doesn't get any better than that. All right? That being said, hey, we love all the feedback. We love that everybody's listening. Keep reaching out. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Whatever you can do. I'm excited that we've got more people getting involved. We're really excited about some of the upcoming stuff we've got for you. We're working on some writing pieces. We're also uh, excited we're going to start getting our interviews out. So coaches, players, if you are desperate to be on Division Three Golf Guys here, we would love to talk to you. Hit us up on our email. It's d3golfguys at gmail.com. And hey, while you're out there, if you're on social media and you see us putting the links out there, click a link. Also, would like to point out that our good friends at Pinned have a really great sale going on right now. And if you use the code D3GOLFGUYS, you get 15% off your purchase at Pinned. Now, why do we say that? Well, because they now have their wonderful new rangefinder in a multitude of colors. So wouldn't it be awesome if your whole team had matching colored rangefinders? That's right. You can do it, and you can make it more affordable with the code D3GOLFGUYS. Very excited about where we have things set up. Next week, hoping to have a coach on. We'll do a little bit of interview time, and we will clean up a little bit more as we get ready to go deep into the season. And then after that, we will have golf tournaments to be able to talk about, which is even more exciting. So again, uh, we're, we're looking for people that want to come on the pod. Coaches, players, give us a shout. Hit us up. We want to talk to you. We want to spotlight your universities and your players. We're looking forward to it. All right. And with that, we'll say, hit them straight. Cheers.